Sean Capri, and welcome to We the Gamer Cast that publishes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play every single Monday. But patrons get it first, they get it on Fridays. Thank you for subscribing, for sharing with a friend, for telling your mom, for telling your friends, for telling your dog, for telling your grandma, for telling your husband and your wife and your sister and <laughs> everybody in the family tree, man. Thank you guys so much for everything that you do for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. It's a, it's a crazy, crazy time we're in, man. Everything's nuts. Life is insane. I can't believe it's the end of November. It's Thanksgiving in America right now, which means Black Friday is upon us. It means maybe in the past, if you're listening to this uh, on the free feeds, but maybe that's that's my, maybe why you want to get on the Patreon train, but we'll get to that in a second because if you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet, and we talk about life, we talk about video games, and if you want to be on the show, it's pretty easy. Just tweet at me, at Sean Capri. Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. Whew. All right, guys. A moment ago, I just recorded uh, the Pants Patreon podcast for Patrons Podcast, and it turned my night around, man. Having a having a rough go, I gotta say. I'm having a... Seems like nighttime is panic attack time, and it sucks. But uh, right now, in this moment, I'm feeling okay. I've had quite a lot of diet cola and half of my decaf coffee with two Splenda. Yes, it's eleven o'clock at night, and yeah. So what if I go to McDonald's and I get the drinks? It makes me it makes me happy. All right. I don't even remember what I've done so far today. Do that if you're new. Here's the deal. I think I already did that. But um, guys, I also want to thank people who support us at Patreon.com/slash Jimmy Capri. We've got 51 people over there, which is bonkers. I can't believe it. If you would have told me that 50 people are going to be even listening to the show, let alone supporting on Patreon, I'm not even sure if I knew what Patreon was back when we started this thing. Five years ago, Seamus Mullins, by the way, if you're listening, check your DMs, Seamus Mullins. we got to, we got to sort this out. Five years coming up, Seamus Mullins, the first ever guest on Weed the GamerCast. Five years uh, anniversary. It's happening. The Patreon... A lot of people supporting us over there. If you guys want to jump over there, I would love it very much. Uh, even just for a dollar, you get a whole bunch of stuff. You get this show early. You get the Pants Patreon podcast. You can learn all about my panic attacks. Um, but in this moment, I would like to thank our Diamond Executive Producers, Slimer Snarf, Jonathan Brown, Lee Navarro. You guys are holding it together. And I have no words that could possibly express my gratitude to you. Um, in addition to that, we have an incredible group of gold members. Xavier Reyes, Tabitha Carroll, Becky Grockmall, Ashley Nicholson, Argo, who was on the show last week, by the way, and he's amazing, Gene Kay, Marcus O'Neill, who was also on the show recently, Ray Martinez, Trucker Sloth, Zach Bradshaw, Skinny Matt, and James Johnson, Dr. Doom, with nine O's, Dr. Doom, you're the best. Skinny Matt, also, congratulations on your $1,000 raised for all the kids with Extra Life. Okay, I also have something else I want to tell you guys. Jose, and I think this is Jimenez. I, it just says Jose on uh, on on the Apple Podcast on the on the reviews for Apple Podcasts. We have a brand new review, five star review, and it says, "Hey, <laughs> I think this. I like how it says hey, like like hey, like like what a horse eats, <laughs> not like hey, like like hello." Um, anyways, uh, this is the review. I'm gonna read it as if I'm him. Do you like gaming of any kind? Do you like genuine stories? Do you like candid conversations? Do you like interviewer? An interviewer who radiates bright and positive energy. Do you love yourself? Well, if you answered yes to even one of these, then this is the podcast for you. Sean, like Connery, Capri, like the pants, is such a great, loving, and authentic person who is a natural at interviewing others about their lives and their experience with gaming. The thing is, he interviews guests in such a way that you feel immersed and engaged, wanting it to never end. Highly, highly recommend this podcast. Jose, you are far too kind, man. I, I actually think... He left. There's there's two feeds as I've mentioned on the show. There's actually two feeds for where you can find Weed the Gamer Cast. And he left the review on the other feed as well. <laughs> Dude, you're amazing. I really appreciate that. And I know that he's gone back um, into the into the into the catacombs 
uh, into the archives of the show, listening all the way back, man. So thank you so much. That that helps the show in ways that I'm not really sure, but we, all podcasters say that that apparently helps. And I think it does. I think it helps with charting. I think it does help um, uh, the, the podcast become more discoverable. So thank you for taking really like that's not even just like scrolling over dropping the five star thing and then like like you wrote a whole thing here man that's very thoughtful so thank you so much i i really appreciate it on uh, on a night like tonight uh and 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 this is the same for a lot of uh, content creators or really anybody everybody struggles everybody has stuff that they got to deal with and you know even just you listening you letting me know that you listen you've gone the extra mile here man with this review and i really really appreciate it it has uh it has uplifted my spirits it's filled my sails it has pumped my tires as they say and um we're about to pump your guys's tires with an amazing conversation every week i think is is really really good i don't want to make any other guests feel bad whenever i talk highly about the upcoming guests but i gotta talk highly about the upcoming guests but i always mean it it's like Anytime I have like a great chat, like I did with Argo last week, I'm like, why don't I just hang it up now, man? Like, (laughs) how do you get better than that? And I I don't know. Like, it's just, I'm so lucky to be able to meet such incredible people and have candid conversations with people. And Elaine is no different. Elaine Strider from the Xbox Empire. She is at ET Dragon. Like ET, like go home. We'll actually get to that in a second. But ET Dragon, you guys should follow her on the Twitter if you're not already. And you should definitely, definitely, definitely check out the Xbox Empire podcast because it's the best Xbox podcast. This this PSVG land, Donnie has done something incredible because I have an Xbox podcast, obviously. I have a Nintendo podcast and I would really, really, I really miss it. I've been been having a, a complicated relationship with Nintendo this year. And then Bobby gets sick, and suddenly I just want to talk Nintendo, man. It is going to be so special to be able to talk to that guy again. Anyways, besides the point, the point I'm trying to make here is I have a Nintendo podcast, I have an Xbox podcast, and Donnie comes in, and he makes a better Nintendo podcast and a better Xbox podcast. The Xbox Empire is excellent, and you guys should, if you haven't already, definitely check it out, because you're about to meet the person who hosts uh, the the Xbox Empire alongside Donnie Reese, who's also a big friend of the show. Um Goodness gracious, guys. I can't wait for you to get into it. I want to tell you first that, mm, well, there's a couple things I was going to tell you, but maybe we'll save it for next week. I I ordered some dumbbells. I'm excited to get those things in. I finally took the plunge uh, and bought some things. Did I tell you guys that last week? I might have told you that last week. They're still coming. If they, if I told you that last week, I'm sorry for repeating. Let's just get into it. This this is this is it's better to just talk to Elaine than me rambling on. Anyways, let me get back to my decaf coffee. I promise you, it's decaf. It better be decaf because it's too late. Why am I talking so fast? Let's get into my chat with Elaine from the Xbox Empire. So here she is, Elaine Strider. on the camera there we go oh now i can see you the camera is working right out of the gates look at that i tested it (laughs) (laughs) i'm an engineer we don't like to go into stuff unprepared we get nervous how did you what else would you could you have prepared for tonight i don't know the the house could burn i have kids man i'm ready for anything i guess like what could happen are the kids in bed or like oh yeah they're in bed like a long time uh my son will sneak books into his bed and what read a for son like, of a bitch. I know he's such a nerd. I love him so much. <laughs> I caught him the one night, and he goes, "Mom, don't be mad at me. It's it's a really good book." And I'm like, "I can't, I can't what, be mad at you." What is he reading? What is he into? At the time, he was reading the Harry Potter books. Oh, and he's, he's yeah. ten, and that's exciting. Now he's reading uh, Artemis Fowl, and he read all of Percy Jackson. And I can't afford him. It's too you many can't books. Afford- <laughs> books have got to be cheaper than other forms of keeping one kid busy. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, it's the other feral one that I have to watch out for. Okay, so I'm I'm I don't know that I I don't know why I didn't notice this when I was on um, 
what the hell show do you do? The Empire. Yeah, <laughs> that one. Empire. Um, yeah, I guess maybe it's because you're like blown up on my on my whole screen here instead of just a little square. But your can't your microphone seems to hang from the ceiling. That's oh, does it look that, like that's it does? what I'm pretending right now? And I think that yes. you just got no, it's incredible. Right. Yes, the mount I have from a the professional ceiling. production company that mm-hmm. comes in. No, I, it's just a boom arm that comes off my desk. It's really but nice. It looks like it does. It's great. I like it. We all have matching microphones. We all sound exactly oh. the same. Is my mix okay? Is it too hot? No, I, I think you're adjust. great. Okay. No, you you must have prepared that as well. But also, like, your room is fully carpeted and furnished and everything. Like, I have the worst kind of podcasting room. <laughs> Hard surfaces <laughs> everywhere. Like, actually, the entire house. Like, the only, like, the closest thing we get to carpet is, like, the towel hanging from my shower rack just on the other side. Oh, of the my story. God. Yeah. That's we have carpet. It. Our first, so I'm in the basement. That's carpet. Same. And then the next floor up is hardwood. So if the children were still awake, you'd be hearing because they don't walk quietly why don't they walk quietly and then the third floor is <laughs> do you walk so quietly? loud do you, do you know that you walk quietly or do you think that you're the quiet one everybody else is the loud one so i know that i'm the quiet one because i scare the crap out of people in my house all the time by accident hilarious okay. that's how i know i'm the quiet one. that is my proof that is how i feel like i do walk quietly but i am constantly accused of being a loud walker and it's like well then how can i possibly scare anybody you can't have it both ways i scare my children all the time like all the time my husband my husband is a very loud like he stomp walks down the stairs and then he slides (laughs) his feet on the hardwood so it sounds like someone's like roller skating and i'm like what What? (laughs) it's so much stop it how did you guys meet uh let's see i was 17 years old come on and i worked for my father my father owns like a soda distribution company right Mm -hmm. and he came in as a summer intern 20 year old don my husband I uh, was not loved by my dad at the time for this. And we just met in the <laughs> office. And then he would call all his orders in to me. Yeah. And then this went on for weeks. And then But we because you went. got things done first, right? Yeah. No, it's totally because I'm a genius. Not mm-hmm. at all because I was like bleached blonde at the time and like tan. Were and you like, really? Oh, yeah. I was a totally different person. In New Jersey? 20 years ago. Yeah. I mean, I'm, a, I'm from Jersey. But so. are you in Jersey? I don't even know where you are. Is that where you are now? Yep. Right outside of Philly. Did you ever leave? I went to Philly. To go to college. <laughs> and uh, Pretty far. That, let me tell you, I grew up by the Jersey Shore. That was a culture shock to go yeah. to Philly for like six or seven years. And then I came back. But I now I basically am Philadelphia. <laughs> How is it a culture shock? What's the difference? It's I went from like a suburban town where everybody knows who you are to like this dense city where you don't know anyone and everything's right. happening all the time. And yeah. no one drives anywhere. And everybody fights at Wawa at 2 a.m. Why so. not? Wawa's a great place. I was really like, I was picturing like what I thought Wawa was. Wawa no. was. <laughs> if I titled this, the episode, that's what this would what be. What Wawa was. What, what Wawa was. <laughs> <laughs> I, have a, I have a mug. I have like a little Tumblr thing. So I should, I should actually like put something on top of that. Because when I was visiting Bobby, like we went to, we had to go. And Wawa's go. a big deal. It's like if 7-Eleven was not 7-Eleven. It's like if 7-Eleven was also a deli. If if 7-Eleven maybe was like also like part owned by Costco. Like yeah, it, it, I, yeah. It's kind of a big deal. Like I was not you just think it's like a gas station with like maybe there's a couple treats inside like no, would there's you like so to put your salad treats. together? Yeah, would you like to build a smoothie? Yeah. <laughs> this is all this has been a lot like for a while, but it's like I I was going to say it's like if 7-Eleven didn't suck, but I'm not going to disrespect 7-Eleven cuz I think 7-Eleven got me through college. Mm, the like they own the Slurpees. Yeah. 7-Eleven and Taco Bell got me through college. Taco so. Bell. Man, Taco Bell keeps coming up lately. What the heck? It's the fast food, like, go-to. I'm, this is, it's the ultimate trash panda fast food place. Like, trash panda? <laughs> what we call raccoons in my house, man. We, my daughter goes today, mother, we are a family of trash pandas, and I require cereal for breakfast. I'm like, you are eight. 
you don't get to make demands. Oh first my of all. god, I love it. Second of all, we are we are a family of trash men. So wait, how old are your kids now? Ten and eight. Ten. That's pretty good. It's not bad. They do. They can make their own cereal. They make their own cereal. Hell yeah! <laughs> they get. It's the best parenting moment where at eight a.m. you can hear children get out of bed and you're not ready, and mm-hmm. they just go make their own cereal, and yeah. then they go do something you're like oh i've done it <laughs> i was wondering like is cereal still okay like i knew like i don't know i feel like everything that we knew growing up is like wrong now it's like you can't have the same toys like you can't i don't even know like there's just so many things and I, i'm glad to know that cereal is still on the, cereal on the okay list i'm like not the crunchy granola mom i'm just like the i'm keeping you alive and teaching you life lessons mom so cereal's sure. fine i I'm feel not gonna... like you're a little more than that but yes i i do an okay job yeah you know, yeah. but like cereal to me is like a staple. Right? And they're kids. They're kids. They can't survive without carbohydrates. They need carbohydrates. Let's be <laughs> honest. At some point, they're going to discover cereal at nighttime, and like oh. you got to know, cereal at nighttime is like the best treat. It's literally what I ate for dinner tonight. I'm seriously. An adult. I'm, I'm 37 <laughs> years old. I had like three bowls of life cereal for dinner tonight. Okay, even that, even that. Okay, so like a couple of discoveries <laughs> in life is number one. I remember the first time I went over. Like you have sleepovers as a kid, right? You go like, yeah, over man, to a friend's yeah. house. They've got all the different cereals. Like you've had the same three cereals three, like forever. Yep. You go to a friend's house and like, what is this? And then you discover. Hang on a second. They put in a second bowl of cereal after they're done. They don't like drink the milk or anything first. They they, they have two bowls. They dump more in. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about a moment that will uh, almost ruin your marriage. My husband oh, puts the he, my husband puts the milk in the cereal bowl before the cereal. No, he doesn't. Yeah, no, he's an actual sociopath. Oh, he does. why? And I don't know. And I and it's been we've now been together for twenty years and we've been married for thirteen. And I can't break this habit, and it's uh-huh. horrifying. I what can't watch the, him. Eat what cereal. is the mindset? What like I, he must think he, this is better or it makes sense or something. His philosophy is I'm going to add all the milk I want to use and then keep adding cereal until I use up all the milk. But it's wrong. The ratios are wrong. What? It's wrong. And t- <laughs> so he's I having he's having milk with cereal. He's like he's like it, it, he could. Why, he, why does he use a bowl then? Why does he just put I, it into a cup like you would drink the milk? I literally don't know why he doesn't just sprinkle cereal, cereal into top. his mouth and sip from the milk jug because that's basically the disrespect he's showing a bowl of cereal. Honestly, to me. there are actually <laughs> at least four other ways to eat cereal that I would be okay with before I get into like pour the milk first it's actually horrifying like every time i see him <laughs> i'm like i should divorce you on this grounds and he's like it's gotten to the point where that's too expensive and difficult now mm-hmm. so you're stuck with yeah, it so and he then he care. slowly pours the cereal in so this is the this is my marriage okay so here's the only thing that i've i think maybe thought of and i might have just thought of this just now speaking of being noisy <laughs> the only reason that you might want to pour the milk in first is so that you're not like pouring the cereal the hard cereal into a clanky ass glass bowl like are you having clandestine cereal you're an adult you don't <laughs> eat your cereal There's your saying, this is for this is for either the early morning risers or like the the late night snack where you want to pour a bowl of cereal and like maybe but like no i like that still you're on no. team man on this and trying to help him justify this choice. i'm just i'm just i'm trying to think also actually i'm mostly trying to think like man maybe i should do that if i'm trying if i'm making too much noise at night maybe i should rethink my strategy but then I again, like, I think like maybe it's not worth having the cereal. No, <laughs> I just, want to I, it like that. I'd rather just loudly eat the cereal and, and challenge him to fight me over mm-hmm. it. That's also where we've gotten to in our marriage. Like, C- you're going to fight? Cereal, I think, is the last surviving um, like m- moment or plane of existence for milk in the house. Really? Like, I, you don't we put don't... it in your coffee? No, no, that that will that will destroy me, uh, which oh, is weird okay. because I can have like cheese and yogurt and stuff. But like cream in my coffee is just like, no, it's uh, no good. 
this is how we know we're getting old. There's two ways I know that I'm getting older. Mm. Uh, my husband had to stop doing that, and he uses oat milk in his in his coffee because he's a he's the crunchy granola one. Apparently. I just gave it up. Yeah, no. I can't drink a cup of black coffee first thing in the morning without food in my stomach, or it gives me an upset stomach. Mm. So that's how I know I'm getting old. I need the milk. I don't do sugar. I have to have milk. And it's so. it's it, the getting old part is when you accept it. The get like the sort yeah. of just before that you're living with it. You know this is probably damaging you, but you're like whatever. Yes. It's when I you like accept it. it and you go, I need the milk in my cereal for the digestion. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you've gotten old. <laughs> it happens like every, probably like every year there's like something new that you could add yep. to the list. I actually regret not keeping like a, keeping track of this. I almost thought that really Italian. I almost regret that not keeping I, uh, a track. You know, more of these hand motions. <laughs> used to do this, this a the lot. Hand, this mm-hmm. is the Jersey hand motion. We do this mm-hmm. a lot. But you in traffic. Disrespected mm-hmm. my cereal with your milk in the bowl first. What is I, best cereal? What is best cereal? Best cereal. Best cereal like the real answer or best cereal like the adult answer? Both. All right. The the real answer. The adult, it's cinnamon toast crunch. Damn, like, that is a good answer. That it's is cinnamon a good toast crunch answer. because it is the cereal you can oh, I can always eat with zero exceptions. Always. Mm, I think it's hard to top that one. I was not. Expe- I don't know what I was expecting. I think a, about that is a good one. I think about food a lot. I always have answers. What? Okay, so let's talk about this because I'll get like it's so funny because I normally have a couple of notes down. So like you know, I had not that I had any fear of us just like so. uh, Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Um, But for whatever reason, with you, I it's sort of like my questions have taken the form almost like the episodes of Friends. Oh yay! Right. So like the one with the blah blah blah, the one with it. Like so, your 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 points are like the positivity, the husband, the podcast, the fitness, the tattoos, the mom life. Like it's all the. So we'll get we'll get to all that. But before we get to all of that, um, because we're gonna be here for fourteen hours for God's sakes. Oh, that's why I brought the big look, man. I got the. Oh God, that's a that is a giant mug. It's like twenty ounces of tea. I'm here for it. I told my husband, I was like, I'm ready. And he's like, really? At 1030 at night? I'm like, I don't think you understand. This is not a 40 minute (laughs) situation. I need to be like ready. It's the size of my face. It's really good. And you also don't have like your microphone set up. I'm jealous of that again. Like it's not in the way or anything. Like I've hit my head on this thing twice because I I got like a, (laughs) I got to plug the lights on and everything else. Like, and then I come back up and I bump everything. Like when I bump into something, I get mad at it. Like I'm not like I'm a cartoon character. You're like the guy who kicks it over like the like. Sideshow Bob with the rake. (laughs) Every, every time it's, and it's like, it's funny to talk about it, but like, what the heck is the matter with me? Anyway, let's talk about what makes a good cereal, because I think there's some cereals that would be good if not for like certain characteristics. All right. Hit me with one of those. Okay. So, well, one of the things that I think right off the top of my head with Cinnamon Toast Crunch that is excellent is obviously the flavor. Obviously, Mm -hmm. like there's so much flavor, it like flakes off of it. It like powders off of it. Soaks the milk, definitely a big factor. Yep. But the size of it is perfect. It doesn't get like, it's not like um, mini wheats or even corn pops or something like yes, that. Yes, which I love They're for great. other reasons. Mm-hmm. But I, you can get a shit ton of <laughs> cereal right, in can, the bowl. Yeah, you can fill up the bowl. And the thing that's important to me if I'm going to eat cereal is that it's both good dry when mm-hmm. I just want to eat a handful of cereal like a nightmare person at two o'clock in the morning <laughs> and like I'll probably do after this and it doesn't get soggy in a lot of milk if you pour a big ass bowl of it yeah these are yeah. important things well the, I think cinnamon toast crunch still gets soggy but like it's still good soggy but you want to eat it fast enough that that's not usually mm, a problem good you point. know nightmare mm-hmm. human so, so my parents they they would tell us like we we couldn't have 
like sugary cereal because it's same like, because of the sugar. Yeah. Except I realized later that it was totally like a budget plan, like for them, to, because <laughs> we would have, <laughs> and this is where maybe yep. we're the monsters. We would have like Cheerios instead of yep. Honey Nut Cheerios. Correct. We would have Shreddies and then like Rice Krispies. Maybe um, those were kind of like those are the three that come off the top of my head. Yeah. But then we would load it up with brown regular sugar. sugar. I we did would, this. Did you do brown sugar? You call no. it regular sugar. Okay. I did white sugar. But I that's trapped. I think that's what everybody else did. And that's one of those things that I realized when I went to a friend's house. Like, what the hell kind of sugar are you putting on there? And it's like, wait, we're the weird ones? I'm yeah, the weird, the weird ones. Weird oh, ones. no. That I know that now. That dissolve in milk, man. You were just chewing on chunks of brown sugar. So, I mean, I'm here for it. No, it, it's – I mean, you could have it on like the sound like cream of wheat or oatmeal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like absolutely. That, that'd be all right. But that's so we didn't we just didn't buy two different sugars. <laughs> I guess. We always did because my mom baked a lot. So we weren't mm-hmm. allowed to like buy sugary cereal. And I really just think it had everything to do with that stuff's expensive. It's very expensive. Can't. It was expensive. And we didn't have a ton of money when I was a kid. We just and we didn't, didn't have a Costco back then. You no, have to buy like did... the regular little family pack or nothing like that. It was like four bucks and you got like a bowl's worth out of yeah. that thing. I could eat an entire box of cereal in one sitting by myself right now. So we don't, we, we buy so much cereal because the kids love cereal and I do too. So, Mm -hmm. but like, I think for my parents, it was always a budget thing too. Like we had Rice Krispies because they came in the big box, Mm -hmm. regular Cheerios. And then my dad bought this Quaker puffed rice. Oh yeah. Like puffed wheat. Mm -hmm. But he would just eat it. Not with milk. It was very weird. Old guys are weird. (laughs) No, that was no good. We, we had it for a little while and it was one of the, when we got, it was like, I saw a friend of mine had it and he loved it. And I was like, I guess I love it too. Like you kind of copy your friends yeah, a little bit. Totally. You want to be cool. Yeah. I want it like that. Well, that then. looks awesome. Like it's like the most basic. And my parents would be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. We were trying to save money with the shreddies, but sure. Puffed uh, wheat is like four bucks for this bag the size of this room. Yeah. You could get a lot of puff. We did that in a ton of those like uh, rice cracker things. The- big time. Yeah, we, we my my mom ate those because they looked healthy. This See, was these like are the, these are the things that unify us. You yes. know, we have state lines, borders in between us all, but we have the cereal that binds us. The one thing that I would say about the brown sugar is that my brother would pour so much on; he would just like lump it on, like these giant, just like, so and then it would settle at the bottom. Oh God! And then he That's... would scoop that up and eat oh, it. Oh my God! Almighty. <laughs> Oh, I think I just got diabetes. I'm, I'm glad I'm he's, sitting down. Like, he's a rail, too. He's the skinniest of all of us. He's just It's always that way. It's mm-hmm. always my, my husband is built like that. Like he's very slim. And so like he can just I've seen the man eat so much food. And I'm like, where do you he weighs less than me by about yeah, but 10 you guys pounds. are active. Like, are, are you both yeah. active? Yeah, uh, me more so than him. But he's yeah. just he walks a lot. So mm. like, yes, yes, he burns. I a ton should of take cow. care of it. Yeah, I'll just walk a lot. He walks like six miles a day with the dog. Oh, that is so, a lot. And he Holy plays crap. Pokemon Go. He walks an, an absurd amount. So. Six miles a day? Yeah. I have a German Shepherd man. He needs like at least two two-mile walks a day or he's a total butthole oh all night. Oh, my gosh. Like, How long does that take? I don't know. They're usually gone for under an hour. How the heck do you guys all find time for this stuff? I like, feel like I just woke up. I put in a work day. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what else I can do. Like, this is kind of it. This is my max. I'm I'm going to podcast and that's all. We do a lot of the like tag you're it type stuff. Like he'll go at lunchtime to, mm. to take the dog while I'm hanging out with the kids and we're doing schoolwork or I'm working and then I'll tag. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I exercise when he's occupied with the kids. Like, right. We have to or else we'll all die. Just into flames. Like I, if I don't get out of the house and put my headphones on and exercise, I will immolate on the spot. Yeah, just yeah. with mother rage. So and that's a, again, that's a thing that you kind of like notice about yourself as time goes on, right? You're just like, and maybe I just need to leave. I just yeah. Bye. I mm-hmm. love you, kids. I tell my kids all the time, I love you. 
I will always love you. I'm not pleased right now. Oh, <laughs> and I snap. Need a time out. Mm-hmm. So, is that um, about as bad as it gets? Yeah, we don't. I don't. I'm. I yell, but in that like Italian mom way, where we just are loud. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. we're not. My kids are good kids. Are They're they? great kids. Don't tell them I said that. Well, they don't need. To. If I, I did, that would, I feel like they'd have to do something weird. If you were talking about kids, to that would be creepy. That along. <laughs> yeah, just to find them on the internet. Don't worry, Nathan. It's just a guy I know from the internet. <laughs> Your mom says you're a good kid. That'd be the weirdest, like, stranger <laughs> thing you get. <laughs> He'd be like, Mom, do you know this weird guy? Yeah. Oh, okay. And he mm-hmm. would just not even, like, he wouldn't even process. He'd be like, yeah, more weird guys you know on the internet. Mm-hmm. Cool. So That'd be, that'd be all right, though, to, for, for kids to get this random message saying, Your mom thinks you're a good kid. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. That would feel There's... great unless it was a creepy predator. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe, maybe that's a, I don't even want to go there. No, nope, don't do it. it. I won't. I won't do that. I won't do it. <laughs> Tell me about your tattoos, though. Tell me about those. Uh, those things are awesome. Okay, so the one on my right arm is a paw print. Uh-huh. Uh, it's for my. This is the first tattoo I got. It's for my dog who passed away. He passed away a year ago this past September, and he was an old guy that we adopted as a like a senior dog. His Aww. name was Luciano, and we think he was a like boxer. Pavarotti. So I think he was named after the boxer Lucky Luciano. Okay. The Italian boxer. So we just called him Luch or Smooch the Luch. We also called him Cutie with a Booty all the time because when <laughs> we would come home, his whole butt would wiggle and it was hilarious, right? So we adopted this dog. They told us they thought he was eight. We thought he was closer to 10. And he was only with us for like 18 months and then he got very sick and he died very suddenly. Oh. And I was having, like, he was my heart dog. Like, there's always an animal when you have animals that, like, sinks into you you know mm-hmm. i don't know it's hard to explain and i was crushed and I'm, this tattoo is like catharsis like i needed to move like figure out how to move on i guess yeah so when we, when he passed the vet gave us a, a print of his paw on a piece of paper and i just took it to the tattoo Aww. artist and i was like put this on my arm yeah and the dude did it and i was like perfect so you know that what, was what compelled you guys to adopt a senior dog because we put up a senior dog for adoption after his name was harley and he bit lincoln an inch above his eye because he's, he's kind of going like deaf and blind and stuff. And we're like, well, we actually talked about putting him down because like can't have this dog biting our infant. But then somebody else gives us the idea like there are these senior mm-hmm. adoption things. It's like, oh, thank Christ. Because like I didn't I yeah. can't I haven't had to do that yet. Like, thank God. And I wasn't even though I felt like that was probably the right thing to do or at least like get rid of him. Sure. Like, I, you have a kid to worry about. Like, it's such a difficult situation, right? So we already had Jax, who's our German Shepherd. And he mm-hmm. was, uh, at the time, about four years old. And he was he's a, he's a lot of dog, dude. He's 70 yeah. pounds of energy. And we wanted to get him a second friend. And he was being boarded at a boarding place I've used for years. And this woman who, she also rescues dogs. And she posted this dog on her Instagram mm-hmm. and said that the guy had had him for eight years and was going to dump him off at essentially a kill shelter. So she snagged him out of the shelter. He was in pretty bad shape. He was pretty skinny. He was real dirty. And she posted him. I don't know what it was about seeing this dog's face, but I was like, I need to have him. Yeah. Like, it just. So my husband, being the absolute saint that the, the man is, was like, let's he's he's staying with Jenna where Jax is. Have the meat. If they get along, we'll take him. We took him like 48 yeah. hours later. He's living in my house. Yeah. Like, I have a. My you didn't like, you wouldn't have known anything about this dog, though. I, she was, she and her husband, her husband's a dog trainer. She's, you know, the type of person who's pulled so many rescues. So they got a pretty good read on his personality. He was very submissive, which my dog needs. Yeah. And all he wants to do, he was old. All he wanted to do was literally throw himself on top of my body. Yeah. And sleep. Yeah. That's that's how you got so close. Yeah. He was just, he would look at me and I'd be like, you can come on the couch. And then he would be 55 pounds of boxer on top. (laughs) I have hundreds of selfies of this dog on my body. Like, like, you know. So he was special. So he got Aww. a tattoo. 
Yeah. Because, were, were you wanting a tattoo before that? Or were you like, yeah. this is like, you kind of like matched up, like you were wanting to get something and then like this thing. That's that what it was. Kind of it was like, yeah. and this was like the, uh, my mother won't actually have a conniption fit first tattoo. Right. Totally. Yeah. Cause I'm yeah. afraid of her still at 37 years old. Uh, yeah, of course. And then I was like, 2020 happened. I was like, screw it. Screw it. I'm 37. So, wait, I'm not this just all started. The tattoos just started. This one happened in 2019, December sure. of 2019. This whole thing happened in the last four months. Oh like my, my god, left, that is awesome! So this stops at my elbow, so it goes elbow to wrist, and it's yeah. it's themed after the Witcher. Like it's got it's both of the so hilts good. of his two swords. It's got the medallion, and I looked at the guy, and I gave him all the pieces, and he put it together and was like, "I want to do this," and I'm like, yeah. "Yes, I want you to do that." So it takes up my whole left forearm now. So I have a, I have a question. Does a does a good tattoo make an arm look good, or does a good arm make a tattoo look good? That's a good question. Because I feel like if I just that's... got some tattoos, my arms would like look way better. But I don't know if that's actually true. I think, I think if you it's put a reciprocal, good... yeah, I think it's reciprocal. I think that I think they're awesome. I like the way it looks. I'm gonna finish out the the rest of this arm probably in the future. like all the way up. Yeah, yeah why sleeve. not? Screw it. I looked at my husband. And he's like, you. He's like, why not? He's like, what do your kids think? My daughter, it's so funny. My son was very apprehensive about the whole thing because it gets mm-hmm. changed and he's like that. My daughter, I came home from getting the sleeve and she grabs my wrist after I pulled <laughs> off the, the band and she uh. goes, it's beautiful. And then she oh, runs wow. away. I love her. She's <laughs> so intense. Holy yeah, crap. Yeah, she's very. She's that would very hurt much, a lot. She's my daughter. And then my son just looks at me and he's like, I like it a lot more than I thought I would, mom. And then wow, he very that's calmly. A, that's, a, that's like, like they're the parent. He's so grown. Yeah, they're very grown. I've raised smart kids. It's a real problem. Yeah. So Yeah, they're going to have opinions on their own and think about themselves. It's almost like I passed on all the good mental stuff to them. Like my son, my son said to me, if it makes you happy, you should do it. He's 10. Wow. Like, what the heck? Yeah, dude. It's like I'm doing a good job. Oh, good job. No <laughs> kidding. Well, I think they're awesome. I can't believe. So what's with the Witcher then? So you got the dog who means a lot. Like does, yes. did the Witcher also cuddle you? So, yes, totally, all the time, <laughs> violently. I guess I decided. What? Jo- joke, man. By I decided. I decided when I got the one on my right arm because it's it's cheesy, but that's the hand you put over your heart, right? Like that's yeah. the one. So all the family stuff will go somewhere on that side. And I said, well, the left arm is just going to be for stuff that I love, that I like, that's or has cool. had impact, or that I like. I've spent hundreds of hours in this world between yeah. the books and the games. I want it that it looks cool. Yeah. It's the theme, you know? So. When, what came first, the books or the games for you? The game came first, and then I worked back to the books. Yeah. Was it the third one that you got into? Because yeah, I remember it the was. third one. And that's okay. Like, I, I don't, you, you say, like, like yeah, like, like why did you say like that? It's because, uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to tell you this. I'm female. The, some of the press that came out about that first game was gross. You know mm. what I mean? Like, it was just kind of like the cards for sleeping with women in that game. It was kind of like, Ugh. that was in the game you got a yeah card oh, dude, to... you got oh, like wow. you could collect cards essentially for sleeping with certain women in that very first game and I, so i wrote it off because yeah. i was like gross gross come on gross i didn't even i i know zero about the first game to be honest with you i never played it i've gone back to the second game and it's actually pretty good yeah. uh it's not bad aged mm, I, was well. it only, I think it was on games with gold or something like that like yes. i have it for some yep. r- weird reason i've played like the first mission of it or whatever i think you're like defending the some sort of castle or something you're under yeah, attack it's been a long time i played yeah. it a, i played it after the third game and it's hard to go back the third game was yeah. one of those games that i spent hundreds of hours just getting lost in mm-hmm. like it was just just right for me yeah. so were you playing it like just as it was coming out or like had it kind of come out and then you got into it later or what 
about that. I played it through when it first came out, <clears throat> but I kind of just like played it through and moved on. And then mm-hmm. I bought a new PC a couple years ago. Nice. And I was like, well, this is the game, right? Like, yeah. let me put this game on this beefy thing. And mm-hmm. then I, that was it. Like hundreds of hours. That save is like 200 hours long. So this is all happening like during or because I want to get into your like podcasting kind of journey as well. Sure. And I'm trying to get a sense of like, are you are you podcasting at this time? Are you like, what's your nerd life outside of like playing this game? Because we hang now now that we're now that you're in the family oh you realize like all your friends are also podcasters and i'm trying yes. to like okay so are there people who just like enjoy games just because they enjoy games like that that those people so, don't really exist in my life anymore like everybody who enjoys games talks about them on a weekly at least basis so it's like it, you know it's it's always fun for me to kind of like find people who just play the game like you just built a pc because you're like yeah. geeking out about pc gaming that was the way it worked. So for yeah. me, I started podcasting way back. I was in grad school. It was uh, 05, 06. And I was on a yeah. show called 360 Arcadians. And then I started my own show. And then after a couple of years, it just all kind of fell apart and it didn't work out anymore. So there was mm-hmm. a huge gap of time where I was just playing video games because I love yeah. them because I played them since I was four. You know, and yeah. it's just Did what you? I do. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so it's just what I do. And so then I just fell into podcasting again because I was like, that would be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make my very full life even more full <laughs> it's one it's one way or the other like you either play games enough to start podcasting about them or you start podcasting and then you end up playing games more That's, i guess it's kind of like this weird circular thing yeah. yeah yeah it was for me it was i played games forever and i uh exist in online communities and forum communities and mm-hmm. that eventually that just leads to well we've got all this time let's just yeah. do a podcast you know and so was it know. ever like Okay, so you've known your husband since you were 17 years old. Were yeah. You, were you a dork the, that entire time? Like oh, even, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like I knew... totally tried to pretend I wasn't. Oh, okay, I, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. yeah, my senior year of high school was the one year that I, if I was going to fall off video games, it would have happened then. Because yeah, I was sure. trying so hard to be cool. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be on like class council and all that stuff. And then I went to college and I went to engineering school and I got back with all the nerds. Find all and, the nerds, yeah. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, right. I remember now why I love this stuff so much, mm-hmm. so. He's been stuck with me forever. How did, how did you know? I have to ask this. Like, I didn't even know engineering was a thing until, like, I went to college. And, like, okay, so what are you in? It's like, engineering. I'm like, I don't understand what that means. Like, are you working with gears and cogs all day long? Like, number one, how did you know engineering was a thing? And then, two, like, what type of engineering did you get into? Okay, so that's funny. I um, I went to high school at a what's called a magnet high school. I was a smart kid. And okay. I grew up in a, in a township that was like probably moderately okay for schools. It wasn't great. So my parents were looking for ways to put a smart kid into a better school. And there were these magnet schools and you had to test into them. Still free, still public school, but you had to test in. So I tested into this one that was basically a science, technology, and engineering magnet school. Mm-hmm. So you went through your normal like high school curriculum, but I had a ton of like, I had robotics, I had engin- like network robotics. engineering. Yeah, Holy we had like a, a robotics team. We had network engineering that we would like be able to do. Like I programmed Cisco routers as a senior and we had all these options, right? That's like awesome. He, so that's where I got introduced to it. And it was either yeah. going to be, it's interesting, I was either going to go into being um, a virologist mm-hmm. or an engineer. And I, I was like, well, there's more cool internet technology right now. Obviously. And Didn't also foresee- you'd be... You'd be super busy though right now, I guess, but also like in high demand, I guess. Right, I, did, I didn't foresee missing out on the greatest pandemic of modern times with my career. <laughs> is that a being, regret? Is like, is I don't now, know. Like, now this is happening? so cool. It yeah. would have been so would cool it? to be in there and help solve that problem. That's the type, that's what engineers do. All we do sure. is fix problems, right? Like that's what we do. Yeah. And I sometimes- mean, to, my, to my question earlier about how you, how you discover like all the time, how do you have the time to do everything? 
the engineering I think yeah. is part of this as well yeah. because I'm I'm convinced that you guys are all like time travelers or something. <laughs> it was part of like your before you could graduate before you could get the the pinky ring. You had to is that a thing everywhere that's that's worldwide the pinky ring. I, I it doesn't go on my pinky, but I do have a class ring. Yeah, yeah. It's, really it's like and like they start out rough. Like this is my understanding of it. Maybe this is just in Canada. I don't know. But my my engineering friends have like a ring that it it has all these like um, kind of grooves on it and everything. Like it it, it looks like they've got flat kind of marks on it and as time goes on and you wear it it smooths out Ooh, so that's it's cool that's different to like represent like your experience with it like as time as you're if you're like a 65 year old engineer it'll be like really smooth and it's supposed that's to represent like you're yeah you're not new at it anymore i you know what it is about engineers it's really that we're all very type a personalities that's what yeah. it is like we're extremely type a we're extremely overly organized like to, almost to a fault right mm-hmm. And we schedule everything. So we yeah. have time to do things because we somehow magically open up rifts to make the time by saying, today is cereal rifts. night for dinner. <laughs> and that's my time rift into getting back an hour that I'm not cooking. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know what I think? Mm-hmm. We're not magic. Also, it's probably living with let, let, uh, little sleep, I think, is part of it as oh, well. Oh, yeah. What is what is that? I don't understand. Who sleeps yeah. anymore? I mean, I my, husband's, my husband's an accountant. Like, we're both nerds. It's just different ends of the spectrum. I guess so. so. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Mm. It... it and to answer your earlier question, I'm an electrical engineer. So what I went okay. to school to do is actually like signals processing. Like, yeah. and I went, you know, it was like, I want to figure out how to make wireless comms better and stuff like that. I don't do quite that level of detail anymore. Now I design systems for like airports and, st- and trains and stuff, but that's so cool. It's cool. I, I've been to Alaska three times cause their railroad needed an engineer out there to design something. Come on. Yeah. It's the best. Man, I want to do taken. that. That sounds amazing. The moose are so big. They are. <laughs> They're, they're 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 not as cute as you want them to no, be. No, no, they're terrifying. They're actually. terrifying. They are monsters. They're actual yeah. like like why don't they have like there's nothing smooth about like you, no. you think in a cartoon like Bullwinkle? Did you guys have Bullwinkle? Yeah, moose and squirrel. Like yeah. Bullwinkle is adorable. Yeah. Uh the, the Alaska moose, like we were driving down the highway and there was a mama moose and the baby moose, and baby oh, moose was still taller than my car yeah. that we rented. And I'm like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's no good. No, thank you. Yeah. So, you know. so you went to a good school to like find you a good career. Like, OK, so back to the uh, virology thing. Like yeah. is now like a like, do you look at that and go like, ah, son of a gun? Like, but you would be so busy. Like, it would, I, I don't know would. If it, like, there's a sense of accomplishment that comes with solving a problem that no one's ever solved. That's Let true. Let me say it that way. And that's like, yeah, the that's holy grail of being an engineer. Right. Like it's right. Right now, a lot of what I do is incrementally solving problems. Right. You know, it's like making things slightly better. And that's great. But like solving a new problem, mm-hmm. creating a new vaccine process that no one's ever used before, that would be some like chef's kiss stuff. But there's a trade off. Then I miss out on all this family stuff and all my kids. Exactly. Yeah. And that was the decision that really like I've had to make in 2020. Like, <clears throat> where do I want to be with that stuff? And what do I want? that legacy to actually be your mean you know mm-hmm. like do i want more time with my kids or do i want to be good at this job that yeah. doesn't really care about me at the end of the day right so like any job have man- you ever wanted to do anything else so is that like have you like have you been good the whole time no i, I wanted to own a bake shop for a while a bake totally shop. wanted to be a baker totally i still fits in the type a personality why is that the bakers measure everything they weigh things it's very precise it fits right in but i like you know I like food, man. Yeah. And I was like, if I could do anything that's less miserable than math all day, it would be baking. 
So mm. is that actually what you're doing all day? Like, is that an engineer's life as you're doing math all day? No, I make Excel do a lot of math for me. R- of course. Yeah. I mean, and I make like other programs do it for me. I do actually a lot of writing and a lot of convincing people not to do stupid things. Yeah. Yeah. I talk a lot of clients down off dumb ledges. Mm-hmm. That's like my day. I'm like, you know, I would do love that. to be a fly on the wall for some of that stuff. Oh, my God. They actually they work. They're always just like Getty Lane to do it. She'll talk them into it. I'm yeah. like, She's they're like, you're like a used car salesman. I'm like, I got it from my dad. Oh, that's no, that's not a good thing to say to somebody. I don't think they think that that means I'm smooth and I fit it. I I can navigate some of the like, they're like, oh, you take it that way. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to take it. Well, they're still paying me too much money to do trying to nicely tell people they're wrong. So get Elaine to do it. She'll know what to say. What? Do you do you have like an idea of like what you want for your kids for like for for what or what you think they're going to do or anything like that? I don't care what they do as long as they don't make themselves miserable and overwork themselves to death. Yeah. It is the lesson, the biggest lesson that my husband and I have sought to teach them is like, we don't care. You Mm. could work in a grocery store. I don't care as long as you are happy and you are not working yourself to death for someone else's benefit. How do you not do that? Like, how do you like, I agree with you, but like, how the heck? I I think that's a good thing to like instill into somebody to like watch out for, right? It's like, it's this message that we pass on to our kids generation after after generation that continues to get a little bit better, right? Instead of like, you can do anything you want and like full stop. And it's like, I mean, maybe we could have a little bit more guidance or something about this conversation. It's tough because like, you know, the trap of being a parent is always wanting better for your children than what you had. Mm-hmm. And most people think wanting better for your children is wanting more money, more right. property, more com- like they, they equate that with comfort. And I'm just right. like, no, I don't want you to have the mental health struggles that I've had. Yeah, I don't yeah. want you to have this um, attachment to earning more money and thinking that makes you valuable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want you to break that cycle. Like yeah. that's more important. And I think it's you have to actually consciously take apart the parts of your childhood that were problematic to get there mm-hmm. and be like, look, money does not make you happy. Yeah. It just doesn't. I have a 1,400 square foot house. It's fine. It's enough. Yeah. Like the, mm-hmm. getting there is knowing when you have enough and being okay with it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's kind of where we're at. It's kind of like, and for better or for worse, it creates conversations like, why don't we just like get rid of everything? Yeah, <laughs> like, we've been, we don't oh, need dude, all of this stuff. Like, I, we, we probably need a new couch. And my husband's looked at me and he's like, who cares? He's like, yeah. no one's going to see the couch except us. And also like, why? So we Especially can make someone now. impressed. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's because he, he fell into that trap too. He's an accountant. Like he always saw more money as more success. Right. He's like, yeah, but like all I'm doing by working myself into the ground is making a little bit more money and making millions of dollars for someone else mm-hmm. who doesn't care about me. He's like, mm, maybe my value was a little screwed up. I think that this is like a realization that a lot of people are having, like basically across the world. And I think it's going to be really interesting to watch over the next, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years and like how that plays out. Right. Because you basically just had like a generation prior to us go like to do that, that like, that's what, that's where this all comes from for us. Um, Yeah. Where people would like do whatever it took to like get the job done. And it's like, people were miserable. And I don't know. I don't know if like, maybe this is us, you know, trying to sound like we're wise and like patting ourselves on the back, like we got it figured out. And then we blink 25 years passes by and you're like, shit, I just spent the last 20 years like working yeah. 65 hours a week. Yeah. Like, nothing's different. It. Some suddenly like, right. Yeah. Like, it's, it's strange. I think, I don't know. A lot of this has come to me in 2020 and come yeah. to my husband here. Oh, big time. It's very big. Like, Oh crap. I have mortality. Like I'm not going to live forever. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like what, who's going to stand at that gravesite when you die is a really like morbid, but compelling 
point. Like that is morbid because we used to talk about like who's going to be in your wedding party, and sure. basically like now that yes. that's done, and like we don't talk to any of those people anymore. <laughs> now, but like the the conversation about who's going to stand there when you're when you die, who's going to be at that gravesite? Like it's interesting because it's like not 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 the people you worked for. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the legacy you leave behind is like human connection, mm-hmm. not like not the people you dump sixty five seventy hours a week into. Yeah, who don't care about you. So seriously. It's and that's the morbid but true conversation. I think that's a lot of my husband and I sitting around a fire in the backyard and just going shit. Yeah. Like no one who we work with would give a shit. Like they would be sad and they would, but they would move on. They would our, move on. Our kids would be there. Our friends would be there. Mm-hmm. Not not those people. So yeah, even though you spent the last more time of, mm-hmm. and the tired time. Yeah, like the, it's not even like the best time in some cases. It's like no. like I'm no. ass tired. I'm like right as soon as I woke up and there you are. And then I'll try to put on the face for work and then yeah, and for that. Reality is the best moments are like walking in from work and hearing, oh, my God, daddy's home and mm-hmm. a full charge from a kid or a dog or a cat or whatever. Your house yeah. plants. I don't care. That's the good stuff. House plants. <laughs> Some take people like plants. Plant. Don't take my plants. Mm-hmm. I'm just jealous because I can't keep plants alive. So. That was my biggest worry with kids. It was like, I have really? Kept, like, yeah. Well, I mean, I can't keep a plant alive. I, I was uh, gifted a fish when I joined one of my jobs and like that thing died pretty quick. Who like, gives fish? I don't know. It was a weird, like, there was a, there was a, a flower shop down and then like, <laughs> it was a, it was a, it was a building and there was like in the lobby, you could go get flowers and they had like those beta, like the Simon's okay, fish. Okay. All right. I was afraid and, this is like a Canadian tradition that I was missing out on. Like, you get uh, well, <laughs> oddly enough. So in Newfoundland, um, which is, you're actually closer to Newfoundland than I am. Yeah. But if you go there, um, God, oh, somebody's going to kill me about this. You get, mm, they give you a fish. I can't remember what, I'm, I'm totally blank on what it's called. There's a name for it. Um, they give you a giant fish to kiss, and then they give you a shot. There's like this weird rum or something that they what? give you. And it's, yeah, you, oh, I, I got to look it up. I'll, I'll let you know what it's, there's a, there's a name for it, and I cannot believe it's not coming back to me. But yes, you kiss a fish oh at, at a bar in St. John's. Yeah. But you just, but you just got one for a job and then it died. I'm betting. And then it, then it's gone. It yeah. When the scariest moment I think of my entire life, and you get, you're gonna have to tell me if you agree, is the moment when I was allowed to take my first child home from the hospital. Because holy shit, you're letting me leave. Driving, with, specifically yes. driving. Because you, you probably didn't drive. My husband drove and yeah. he was terrified and I sat in the back. But it was that moment of you're going to let me leave with this mm-hmm. baby. Are you yeah. sure? Like, in, I don't know what I'm doing. In Canada, you almost don't have to do anything. You just like, you just leave. They're like, so you good? And we're like, yeah. And then that's, that's it. Like, did. There's that's, no. We no signed pay. some paperwork. Oh, yeah. We signed some paperwork that they'll bill us later. But yeah. they just wheel you outside and they're just like, have fun with the baby. And I'm like, I'm going to. But. Mm-hmm. Ter- scared, most scared I've ever been. The funny oh, thing that I remember most was because Chelsea had a C-section with Lincoln. And so we were in the hospital for a couple of days afterwards. And I was like, like, that was hard as hell. Like, you're just tired and everything. And little did I know that as soon as, like, we left, all the help was gone to. Like, yes. somebody who was, like, taking the dirty diapers away and, you know, bringing in whatever they were bringing in. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, I want to stay. Like, none right. of that is at home. I want to stay here. But the whole time I was there, I just wanted to leave. Right. I just wanted to, like, get home to a to an actual bed instead of the chair that I was in. Oh, that's right. Yeah, my husband slept in the bad, on the bad two-seater little couch thing that was in there. I felt for him. Uh, but yeah. not that much but because not really. I had just spent 18 hours in labor. So also... 18 hours? It was not fun. My first one was not fun. Good. My daughter was born in 40 minutes. Okay. I need you to understand that this is very telling of their personalities. Uh, she will do shit when she's hilarious. ready. He yeah. is like, I need to be prepared. <laughs> that is amazing. I wonder how, like... I wonder if that's a thing. 
I it's, I'm like, curious. For my kids, maybe I'm just <laughs> creating it. But she was she was bored in like 40 minutes when we finally got in the hospital room. And then she was really mad. She was so angry that she was like screaming. She wouldn't eat. And they thought something was wrong with her. So they took her away from me to check her out. And they gave her back. And they're like, no, no, she's just mad. And <laughs> <laughs> we should have written that down because about. She's just mad. No, she's just sometimes my husband will be like, what's wrong with her? And I'll just go. She's just mad. Yeah. She's been mad. She's since she was born. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, that's Ellie. Big time. Yeah, it's the I'm girls. trying to think like Lincoln was um, I, like, I think he was like sideways or something like he wasn't really not like totally sideways. But, no, but they like, like, he was, yes. mm-hmm. he was a little yeah. he was a little twisted, like 90 degree little turn. I don't know. Oh man! I saw the head, but that was kind of it. And then they're like, "Yeah, no, she this isn't gonna it. work." And this is the thing: like, I didn't know anything, and like, I don't know anybody who does go into those types of things. Going like, "Okay, so if this happens, then it's going good. Right. If this happens, it's probably not going." Like, I have no idea. Like, unless I don't know. Like, he's like an alien and coming out of like the belly. Like, Chest that's first thing. Kind of not what you want. We're the worst people because when we had our first ultrasound, my husband totally made that joke as we were walking out of the parking lot. Yeah. He's like, did it remind you of Alien like a little bit? I'm like, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. How could it not? Like you're lying to yourself. If He's like, is it, it weird? It's like weird in there? And I'm like, well, I mean, I it's basically a parasite. Like if you really get down to it right now, it's just oh, it's, wow. it's a cuter one. So yeah, yeah it's weird. <laughs> a cuter one. <laughs> it's cuter. It's, you know. That was so long ago for you now, though. Yeah, it's it's wild that he's 10 and has yeah. like, opinions and like yeah. opinions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he like roasts me half the time now. And he like, that's actually, really he funny. earns it. It's funny. Like that's really good. It's good. Uh, Lincoln has discovered how hilarious farts are right now. I mean, so do our men ever stinks. outgrow that? <laughs> no. So it's like the start of like a 40 year. Cause I'm sure he'll still be living here when he's, you know, 42 years yeah. old. Um, and it's winter time here. So we're not opening windows anytime soon. Cause what are we trying to do? Heat the outside? Uh, my, my grandmother would totally be like, you're letting all my heat out. So yeah, you can like see it. You can see it. Leave the house. Like the, really? Yeah. Like the, the wave of like the heat waves. You can see like it creates some sort of like fog outside of your house like oh weird condensation that happens uh, yeah no you don't want to you don't want to open any windows so we're trapped in here with with fart boy. farts yeah. yeah i mean i have a dog uh a husband and a son and a dog mm-hmm. everybody farts in this house it's gross yeah it's gross. yeah good times the dog actually scared himself farting today I appreciate that I'm talking to you about this so I can tell you this story. He was staring out the front window and he farted and he spun his head around and looked at his butt like it had terrified him. Like, what the hell was that? I've, I'm like, so I've had a similar experience in school where I was napping and I woke myself up with a with a quarter. Just a little bit. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Did anybody hear that? Is it? Play cool. Nobody knows it was you. Slowly go back to sleep. Don't panic. Napping off. in class. Oh man, you know that's it was a long time ago. All right, like, like, no one remembers except everyone probably remembers. Except everybody probably remembers. Yeah. So how's podcasting going? It's it's been a blast. Like it's yeah. been kind of surreal how positive of an experience it was. You know, you get into yeah, like online. Not supposed to be that good. Yeah, it's weird. Everybody's sending me nice messages. I don't understand what to do with myself. I'm prepared <laughs> for people to not like me. You get ready to be not like. I don't know. Do you you're... really? I hear you say that, but do you really? Yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 insecure enough about that stuff where I'm just like, oh, maybe I'm just too much. Maybe I'm, you know, mm, like I worry mm, about that stuff. So yeah. it turns out people like too much. So it works out. It's good on the mic, I think. Yeah, it works. I think it yeah, works. Yeah, but it also like, you know, I don't know, like there's no, there's not anything too much about it. Like it's not like you said oh. anything that's like, 
I don't know. I'm not I, looking it, to start an internet fight with anybody. Right. That's true. I do tread the middle pretty well, but that's just who mm-hmm. I am. Like I'm, you know, diplomatic in all the right ways. I, I don't guess. want. So, I, I want you to like take a hard stance on something. Sometime. I don't want. I want you, like really go at it. Like Donnie needs somebody to just go like go at it with him. She's. I don't want to fight with him. He's know, gonna win. He him. has much more energy for fighting. I'm very tired. <laughs> I'm very tired. <laughs> I'm very. I'm so tired, Sean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, I, I think that's part of it. Like. I come into that looking for the happy because it's mm-hmm. a thing that makes me happy and I don't want to pick it apart quite as aggressively. Like I don't mind yeah. the speculation in the game, but like I don't want to make it miserable for myself, mm-hmm. you know, like it should be happy. Is it better? Is it happier now that we have them? Is this better? It feels better for me. I feel better now, I now feel- that the systems are out. Yeah, that's better. The, the I mean, the the rock throwing from across the aisle for the months before it was exhausting. I'm like, oh, my yeah. God, I can't believe we're still doing this. Like, I'm too old. We're too old. Gamers. This is not 15-year-olds anymore. This is all people our age doing it. When I've always, like, I keep drawing this line where I, and maybe I'm, like, because I've drawn it so narrowly. In my mind, it's like this this safe space that can exist. It's like, it only makes sense to me, right? Where we can have uh, differences of opinions and, like, it'd be okay. But, like, you know, anything that I might say might be just outside of whatever safe zone it is for somebody else. And then it kind of escalates from there. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought we were like, we're like fine. You were saying, what did you just say to me? Like what you said, I thought we was on the same level, like safe wave, safe wavelength. Yeah. That's always surprising when that happens, especially if you're not expecting it to happen. Right. Like, oh, right. I thought like, it what? was okay. I thought we were okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And I'm not looking. <laughs> it's always when I'm not looking to start the fight that I start the fight. And it's always so much worse. You know what uh-huh, I mean? It's like, uh-huh. oh, I did not. I know. But now I'm in it. Yeah, now we're here. And yeah. now my like my slightly stubborn Italian nature is like, well, you have to win the fight that you started. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> so finish. Mortal Kombat's been telling us to finish them. Oh, like well, this is what you've learned from your mother. You must win the fight definitively. Mm-hmm. You must crush mm-hmm. your enemies. So I don't know. I no, think... you're you're great on on Empire. Aww. It's so good. I feel so loved. It's weird. And you're podcasting with freaking Jeff Grubb and you got Dealer on there. I feel it's very a... important the last month. It's very it's strange. So good. I wasn't prepared for all of this. Yeah. Like positivity and love. It's it's great and gross all at once. So like, do, do you think like, are you still in like a honeymoon phase? Like how long you've been on there? I don't, Just I lost a couple count. Months, I think. It's like a month or two, two months. Yeah. We had it's good to months. lose count. I like that I'm losing count because it doesn't yeah. feel that way. Like I'm like, ugh, it's Wednesday mm-hmm. and I have to do this. You know what I mean? Oh, um, yeah. yeah, I could still probably be in the honeymoon phase. I think part of it that works too is that I don't see Donnie on a day to day basis as a human friend. In, right. in real life like he's a he's a friend but it's like compartmentalized sure when yeah. i have done podcasts with close friends before that's when it starts to grate because you get on each other's nerves over something else and it, that energy comes over uh, yeah and then it's yeah. gross and then it's mm-hmm. like ugh, i can feel it i hate it <laughs> were you because you play everything like yeah. could, you, could could donnie have come to you and say like for any of the shows like sure. could you said like come on to playstation xp yeah. or something like that like yeah and you yeah why not i i probably yeah. rotate my time pretty equally i would uh, I probably play the Xbox more. It just works out. But like, I'm more enthused about that system. I think just because I feel something like they do something different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it isn't the same cycle over and over. So that's I think why I was excited about that one. I think I think like, and I think I was talking to Dev about this a little while ago, where it's like I don't know what comes first. If it's like once you start podcasting, it throws everything out the window, like all your normal kind of like habits and stuff, yep. right? Where like. I think PlayStation 4 is an excellent, I think it's probably the best PlayStation. Like it, uh, for, for me sure. personally, I think it's my, my personal favorite PlayStation. Uh, and I love the Vita and I've, I've played, this is where Vita. like the whole, like 
so but, but people kind of like put a and maybe you're avoiding this and and if you continue to do so like kudos well like people see xbox drive on my twitter profile or they see right. whatever and it's like i even do a nintendo podcast and i can't say anything like crappy about nintendo without coming across as like an xbox fanboy and it's like yes what do we what do you want me to do like i can show you receipts for all of the systems right it's like well, you can't win and like paris lily has said like this kind of stuff too or it's just like i i have all these systems and every time i produce content around a game for one i get shit on essentially by everybody Mm -hmm. else he's like there's no avoiding it there's always going to be somebody who's looking to to start that fight it doesn't matter what that's a good point you know what i mean because it's the internet and people are either bored or just disagreeable right so part of it is kind of just saying i'm just going to do what i want to do and ignore the people who are going to be rude about it well i guess the point that i'm getting around to eventually here is that like because i do the like the xbox drive is so like central to my week and everything. And I love, I've been doing it for three years. I, if I'm going to sit down and play, I'm like, I should probably play something that I can probably talk about on the show. I do that. Yeah. Like I have, I have to be honest with myself to say, that's probably why I play more Xbox than I, than I normally would. It wouldn't be that I'm playing Xbox because I, that I wouldn't play at all. That's fair. Like I, I definitely feel like I've missed on a lot of really good PlayStation games as as this time as the generation kind of closes out and it's actually a big reason why i didn't jump to ps5 right away is not about like a fanboy type of thing it's i still kind of have a lot of like use for my ps4 so sure why why move to the next one when i'm not quite done with what this oh one for the same reason that you move to the next xbox largely right like it's just a better way to play that same stuff in I a guess, lot of ways yeah, but it, i can't i can't you know. do that for two you know no i understand not most normal human people are not going to do that like they're mm going to pick one because that's the human condition we have to right and and oddly enough like you know now that the series x is here it's like i don't feel nearly the it's kind of the opposite argument that everybody was saying about like why should i get a series x when i've got a beefy pc and i'm like why should i upgrade my pc now that i've got my series x kind of thing that's what i did like i was it's funny because i flipped right before before i started with um empire i said i'm just gonna buy a 3080 and I'm going to skip mm-hmm. on the Series X. I'm just going to not bother. Why bother? Right. I can play. Yeah. I can even wait on a PS5. I can play most stuff here. Yeah. And then I couldn't get a 3080 because they were of unicorns. Course. And I was like, screw it. Then I'll get these systems. Now that they're here, I'm just like, well, I can ray trace on these. So yeah. who cares? And my couch is so comfortable and my TV yeah. is so big. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, it, it all remi- the console things. It reminded me of all the console things. I play games on PC forever too, but I don't yeah. know. It's so convenient. You know, I push the button and it works. It's, it's nice. kind of nice. Yeah. It's nice. I actually like moving my Series X back and forth from here to the to, to TV in the other room. And it's actually like because they start up so quick. They, it's ridiculous. I, actually, it's funny, it's actually I was, so nice for that. I was, somebody asked me about that and I was like, yo, if I push the button on the controller at the same time as I press my remote to set my like inputs, mm-hmm. the system is booted before my receiver catches up. That's so good. That's nuts. So yeah. We're there. We're in the future. We did so it. We made it. I like we didn't kill us. We didn't kill each other before it. We still have we a whole the... nother month of 2020, please. Please. Where are you? Where are you at with like E3 though? Like were you because I haven't seen you through an E3 cycle at all and like we wouldn't have had you this year anyways. No, because this year is weird. I yeah. used to take notes through those things and do podcasts through them. Heck I, yes, I have totally done dork. that before. <laughs> I have live chatted through them with my friend back in like That's 09 when we had a show in 2010. Yeah. I love those things. I love the pomp and circumstance of it. Um, 
I don't know. I think it's fun. You know what I mean? Do I think it needs to be there in the same capacity? Probably not. But is it like yeah. upsetting to me that it might go completely away? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like my we Super Bowl. I forward to. I sit down with my laptop and my blankie and my tea, and I turn yeah. it on this, the living room TV because I know it annoys my husband, and he's just like, "This is just going to be on for a day." And I'm like, four days. Four just days. Yeah. Settle in, kids. And then my kids <laughs> will come. In. My kids will come in and out and see the trailers they want to see, and it's just fun. I I yeah. like you know. I got so much um, housework done one year um, where like because we we're painting and I'm like, OK, so here's the deal. Like I'll paint up until like the show comes on and then I'll sit and watch it and then I'll paint mm-hmm. some more. And like it kind of it was yeah. just great, like like work and reward type of thing. Like I took days off work for E3. But if I needed to like say, you know, to my colleagues at work, like, well, yeah. I had to paint the house. I was been painting like, see, I painted. I'll painted. show you. I, I absolutely painted it. My colleagues at work at this job i have a couple of very nerdy friends who come over just to talk to me about video games like they'll stick when when i was still in an office they would come over to the one cube wall because the guy was really tall and he would be just mm-hmm. like can we talk about xenoblade for like 10 minutes and i'm like <laughs> sure uh, and yes. then the old guys around me would be like what the hell is going on i'm like shh, shh, shh. Mm-hmm. i have well, important especially that game it's yeah. not even just like any any old game you're talking about xenoblade and like any onlookers because like anybody looking in on a conversation about video games is like, honestly, what are you guys talking about? It, it, it was even better when he was like, I, okay, look, I took your advice and started the Persona 5. We need to talk about that. Oh, and I'm my like, God. Sweetie, sit down. Take a chair. You're going to need some tea. You're going to need some slippers. We're going to be here. <laughs> slippers. He's like, do I go back and play Persona 4? I'm like, yes. And then you're going to text me. <laughs> See, that's another one that like that I wish I got more through. Like, I think I'm 15, 20 hours into that one. It's just like, I got the steel book. Like I'm a huge fan oh, and I just, ah, oh, man, I video game. There's too many video games. There's we've too reached, many games. We've reached the conundrum for people like you and me, where you like all video games and you don't really just like shooters or you don't, you know, where it's like, there's just, there's just too many. I'm overwhelmed. And I'm open to them as well. It's yes. not even that I like actually like them all. It's like, I'm willing to try pretty much anything. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I, I would be robbing myself of a fun experience. It's definitely like a, like a, de- a, f- a fear missing out type of thing. Yep. I have of like, severe. why don't I just say no to these types of games? It would simplify my life a lot. And I just can't bring myself to do it. Because I can't do it. And then here we are. Like I used to say, I don't like Japanese RPGs. Right. It was a, it was a dirty, filthy lie. Okay. Yeah. It was a filthy lie. I don't like strategy <laughs> RPGs, which is not completely true either. Cause I like Final Fantasy Tactics, right? It's right. a problem. Mm-hmm. It's such a problem. So like Final with Fantasy e- Tactics is excellent. That's a great game. It's a great game. And I hate that genre. So yeah, but like E3 was the thing where I could put it on my second monitor at work and leave mm-hmm. it up and have like mm-hmm. one headphone in and people would come in and out and be like, is there anything good? And I'd be like, yeah, there's, there's this, this and this, like all of it. But they all knew don't schedule meetings with Elaine during those freaking showcases. Like That's she's not smart. going to, she's going to decline that meeting invite and bump it to the afternoon. I mean, I, I'm just impressed you're even at work. I find some days are like really hard to concentrate when there's like big news or something happening. It's like, okay, yeah. well also like, like even not an E3 thing, like just on no, it's true. Like, Bethesda, the Bethesda thing was just like. I'm so pretty, glad it wasn't in an office. Enough, it, was, it was pretty distracting. I was here. It's like, okay, yeah. What are you guys saying over there? Cool. Mute camera off. Just gonna go check this out. Who are we arguing with now? Who? Are, yeah. Who are we fighting with on Twitter? I totally mm-hmm. do. I do that too. This is why I have three monitors for work. It's like this is my arguing internet monitor. And this is my actual job, and I can. Mm-hmm. I I'm pretty good at doing two things at once. When you start stacking three and four things, it gets a little bit much. But two it's things. A little I, tricky. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can fight with people on the internet and engineer at the same time. Turns out I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
they're very they seem very similar they are actually. it's fighting with people in real life all i do oh my god people are like oh your job sounds cool i'm like i don't think you understand how many old white people i argue with on a regular oh, basis damn. over why the way they're spending money is wrong they yeah. love hearing that from a woman by the way love uh, it really that's a yeah. thing it's still a thing that oh, yeah. sucks it does uh it'll be like the only woman in a room of 40 men happens yeah. all the time and then they it's someone like a puts, movie it's like a sitcom or something it still happens because railroad is very like dude centered old yeah. centered um airport's not better so really not better there's some women but but like there's more women than in railroad but it's still not good it's still not so good. so is that why you train like you're gonna like roundhouse kick them in the face I'm always ready to fight everyone and I'm always the smallest person in the room. And I think right. that my the way I carry myself into spaces and sit down like shows people like, no, maybe she won't back down from a fight. Like she mm. Mm, maybe we don't press her like yeah. mm, she's the wrong one. <laughs> so. I just feel like it wouldn't even be like you wouldn't see you coming like you'd be up on like the on the on the statues up above like Batman. I I get a lot of people trying to put me on the spot for questions and then like calmly and intelligently putting them in their place and then after i get somebody who comes up to me and after the meeting and goes yeah i wouldn't have expected that from you i'm like yeah well it's been what does that mean that doesn't make it better because i yeah i don't think it does but it was more like oh i expected you to take it sir i've been doing this for a long time yikes i'm a very angry dude it it happens so much it's there's so much sucks so uh, when when people are like wow women in this field are sure difficult i'm like yeah well we have to be we have to be so pissed off people say this, oh yeah I've, I've had like oh wow she's a real bitch she's a project like a woman project manager i'm like yeah she kind of has to be because of the way you act so see yeah. like why can't we just like say you know that just shitty people are shitty why does it have to be a, like a gender thing right like why does it yeah. have to be it's like, always it's weird it's it's not all of the men i've dealt with either some of them are great sure. I, I work with lots of great guys who are just like no the right person for this job is her period yeah. not me it's her but there yeah. are some that are just like they just so like latched into this like gender roles concept they're usually like you know 50 plus yeah and that's just their life so you're just kind of like okay here we go yeah like, i'm just like, expected oh. it's, it's the sad that's the sad part is that you can actually prepare for it i and predict it i can tell when i walk into a room within five minutes of a meeting which dude is going to be a problem oh, it's it's God, yeah they awful. wear it they wear it on the outside it's too bad yeah but i'm ready so so eh. is that something you can like take out on the bike or something like that or like on, on games or like that's that's the kind of stuff that is why i started doing martial arts like that was the kind of stuff where like and i can't do jujitsu right now because it's not safe but that was the kind of stuff where i'm like i'm gonna pick a fight with a big dude in class and choke crap yeah you know like i'm just mad and so yeah that is my exercise is the best outlet for that kind of frustration yeah no doubt it it's just like i'm just gonna put it out there make myself tired and burn off the rage Mm -hmm, and then i'm tired and then nobody has to deal with me and then you can just go to sleep no, but I then I play video games and I'm calm and I can enjoy them. Yeah. See? Yeah. I think that's probably what I... Not that I'll be able to... Martial arts in me is just not a thing. Although I am, I'm just jealous of anybody who's able to do that. Like I think that is you're bang on. Like all of the all of what you just said totally makes sense. It's fun. And I just yeah. When did you get started with that? I was a little. I saw the Karate Kid movies. Oh, yeah. I was about eight or nine years old. Mm-hmm. and i was really bad at sports and my parents kept telling me you have to do a sport you have to do something physical yeah which is course. not bad advice yeah. for a nerdy kid right mm-hmm. i failed at all sports and i said let me do karate yeah. and my dad talked my mom into letting me do it yeah so i did 10 years of karate and then i went to college and the karate club at college sucked so i was my friend was like come do judo with me yeah i was 
five foot. I'm about five, five. I might maybe weighed 120 pounds at the time. I was pretty small, mm-hmm. 200 pound dudes. And I discovered like, this is all physics. Yeah. I understand yeah. how this works. And I fell in love with it. And yeah, of course. And then I did a bunch of that. And then I did jujitsu and then I had the kids and then I went back to jujitsu. So it's, it's been a whole so you life. know all these different types of like yeah. you're an actual mixed martial artist. Like I know how to fight. Yeah, because I've done Muay Thai and I've done some like regular traditional boxing too. Not a ton, but I could hold my own in a street fight if I had to. Okay, tell me about Muay Thai. Like what is okay? I like I you hear it, you see the, the I don't understand. Like when they when they're doing all the different types on the on the on the on the fighting men okay. show on the TV <laughs> on the big scary like, man show. You know, yeah. I'm like they're like okay, so now he's doing like crouching tiger and now he's doing the other thing like i don't know what he's it just looks like he's kicking the shit out of that guy muay thai Muay Muay thai is kickboxing with elbows and knees also being allowed as weapons right so traditional like weapons yeah so you're allowed to elbow somebody you're allowed to knee somebody right in traditional like like kickboxing or taekwondo you're not allowed to do any of that stuff like in competitions it's just kicks and punches so they're just like nah how about we let you elbow somebody in the face i'm like my god that sounds very dangerous it's Yes. Like you don't it, when you train with it, it's just like full headgear and all that stuff. I don't like being punched in the face so much. That's so not my favorite. But I think I'm realizing that the only time that I see you is with like these headphones over top. Like if you were to take these off, like do you have the big like cauliflower? No, ears I don't. I training? don't. My husband was so worried about that when I was doing judo, because every time someone wraps a headlock and you pull your head out, like you do yeah. that to your ears. And I had one time that it had to be drained and it sucks. Yeah. So, oh, and I didn't. I just took some time off and it healed. But it's. It sucks. It hurts. Yeah. 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 That would be great. I'd have all these tattoos and then cauliflower ear and I own a motorcycle and no mom would ever talk to me. I would have Mm -hmm. no mom. Yeah. That sounds kind of all right, though. I'm I'm here for it. Like, yeah. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) The dads are cooler. The dads are like, you have a motorcycle. That's pretty cool. I'm like, I play video games, too. Your wife will hate me. (laughs) Yeah. No kidding. So. Yeah. Oh, man. Well. I think that's probably a good place to wrap it for tonight. But I think I'm going to have to have you back. 2021. Yeah. Because I think we're going to do a couple episodes and then wrap it before Christmas, I think is kind of how I'm thinking about doing this. And take an actual break, speaking of, like, not running yourself into the ground. Do that. I I used to, because I've been doing, like, this show, like, coming up on five years of my first Wow. Which is nuts to think about. I did take a break for a little while. Like, I actually ended it. There's a finale. Um but yeah, like there was like at one point I was like, I've got it like every single week, like and you hold hold yourself to all these rules, and it was Donnie who was like, "What are you doing? Yeah, like why do why do you have all these, these stupid rules? Like nobody notices any of this stuff. Right. So just like, whatever. So I was thinking about it today. I'm like, you know what? Like I'm probably not even gonna get much time over Christmas, like from work. So we'll see, we'll see. But just play some games, you know? Play like, some video games, man. Play, it's play the, some video. Play games. some video. It's the best advice. I'm gonna get it tattooed somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that, I didn't want to. I didn't want to be the one to say it, but you're I saying prob- like one side is for the. Yeah, I probably need to put that somewhere. I it probably needs to go around a wrist or something. But I, with, you know, with Donnie's face, like, yeah, like no. a mom, like a mom tattoo. It'll be, it'll be a full back piece that just says Donnie Reese says play some video. Absolutely and his not. Face right there, and then I get divorced, Bad. and that's what yeah. happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. Worth it. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> would you do? Did he ever talk to you about like the house party thing? Like, would you do something like that? Yeah, I do. Where something everybody. Like that. Get- yeah, like for E3, like that's yeah. kind of a huge reason I want E3 to come back is because I don't want that that dream to die. Donnie had a dream. And when Donnie has a dream, like he makes the he, stuff happen. He makes it happen, man, dude. I would like, do, just I get would out totally, of his way. I would totally do that. I know they were talking about like, oh, it was supposed to be in Ohio. And I was like, I was well, supposed to go like I was going to go. I would drive there. I can drive to Ohio. I mean, I probably won't drive. But well, you're in Can. You're in. It's very far. I don't understand how Canada works. 
It's large. We're very wide. It's very yeah, big, we're... and it's very snowy, and there are moose and bears. That's mm-hmm. all I know about mm-hmm. where you live. I'm a completely it's, ignorant it's a shame. American. We have a we have a, like a, a nation like police force, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. It's so good. I it's wish cats. that it was the Royal Canadian Moose Police. I wish <gasps> they were mounted on mooses. The mooses are so angry. I love the mooses too. <laughs> yeah, and then they, the noises they make. Like you They're know, so you grow up as a kid, you learn the farm animal noises, you learn all the things. Yeah. And the cat says meow, and dog says whatever he says, and but nobody says like, what does a moose say? Because it's like a it's, it's a terrifying mostly just that noise. Yeah, it's similar it's, to it's the an sound exertion. Camels make a similar noise, right? I think that's what it is. Can they, they're actually um, cousins of each other. Are... Yeah, it's moose a... and camel. They're they're basically the same. A moose is a Canadian camel. It's fine. It's a Canadian camel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it doesn't get any better than that. Tell the people on the internet where they can find you and all the cool things that you do. Cool. I so I I host the Xbox Empire podcast for play some video games. And if you want to find me, the best place to find me is probably to hit me up on Twitter. I'm Et Dragon on Twitter, and I tweet a, a whole lot of nonsense. Some good, some complete nonsense. Just be prepared. It's good stuff. And the positivity I'm loving. And everybody seems to be getting in great shape right now. So I am here for that. I, am- I appreciate everybody actually tweeting about it because it's like, oh, man, I should probably like do a push up or something. Maybe I should walk up the stairs. Yeah. Possibly. <laughs> I tell my husband that all the time. He's like, I did 10 push ups this morning. I'm fine. And I'm like, I'm actually angry. You can do so little and still be so attractive. Like, I'm uh, mad. I'm mad at him. Yeah, but I'm mad at him, too yeah it's no good what's the dragon what's what's with the dragon just just dragons are cool uh et dragon is from enter the dragon i love bruce lee oh that i is love cool. bruce lee okay. and and it works because it works as elaine the dragon too so that's actually uh, what i was thinking but in this yeah. moment as i stare at the letters above the skype window i was really hoping there was like an et goes home reference I, here that well. was there was it was a whole mixed thing because like there was that there was the enter the dragon and then where i went to college the mascot was a dragon so it was like that screen name came then so it was all that I stuff. I need to watch Enter the Dragon again. When was the last time you watched it? It's probably been a decade. It's been like, it's been since like it came out. I remember like watching it on, on tape. It's, like, it's great. Been, and it scared the shit out of me. Like all the dreams he's having, like yeah. the nightmares or whatever. Like, it was my favorite one. I think it's my favorite yeah, one. Yeah, I need. I think I need to watch it. See? Let me be your inspiration. Wait, no, wait. I'm not, th- I'm thinking of the wrong one. Enter the Dragon's actually Bruce Lee in it. Yeah, that one's the actual Bruce Lee one. Yes. Okay, but was it Dragon that came out afterwards after he died? Oh, I think it's called about- Dragon. Yes. Now Who the heck was that? To... Was that his son? There's no way it was Brandon. Who the heck was in that one? I got to. It wouldn't be a podcast with if a you PSVG didn't look host something up on the time. If I didn't have the the mechanical keyboard, dragon. Oh, movie. yeah. Uh, oh God, it's like how to train your dragon. That's oh the first yeah, you're not going to find up. what you want. You probably want son like, of a gun. Bruce oh Lee, no. The, Bruce the one Lee. The, the original Bruce Lee films were always the things I was he- most here for. Like I loved Bruce Lee. Still do. Okay, Dragon the Bruce Lee Story is a 1993 American biographical drama film that was directed and co-written by Rob Cohen and stars Jason Scott Lee, okay. Lauren Holly, who was his wife, I think. No, or played his wife. That's played, played his, wife. his wife. Nancy Kwan and Robert Wagner. Look didn't, at that. Didn't they make a video game for the Super Nintendo based on that movie? Or was that just a Bruce Lee? That might have been Mortal Kombat. And there was, was a Liu there Kang. was a Super Nintendo. <laughs> Hold on, now it's my turn. Uh, I am one hundred. I gotta watch this movie. I am one hundred percent correct. They they made a Super Nintendo video game called Dragon: The Bruce Lee Story, based around. Oh, that is cool. The, the same time, and I think I own that cartridge somewhere in a drawer. Uh, it's not. I a gotta watch game. it. Where is this? Like, why doesn't when you Google something, why can't it just say like? Oh, it actually literally does. It right does. Watch I the was Bruce just gonna Lee say, oh, Story sweetheart. on iTunes, Mike. 
Yeah, Microsoft it'll, it'll give you play. a list now. But that's all like purchase stuff. Like, does it say that like if it was on Netflix, would it say it's on Netflix? I think it will. Or you can Google where to stream and there is a website that compiles that information. That's a good. Yeah. And it's probably very close to like, let me Google that for you. Yeah. 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 And that just yeah. shows you a Google form. OK, cool. All right. Well, I'm glad that we totally dissected your your et dragon um i you know. would like if there's anybody who's artistically inclined who is who is listening i would like somebody to draw an et dragon i'd like to have a, a giant <laughs> dragon with the et goes home and a little glowing finger on his dragon hands i'm like a please. little bit horrified but also now need to see this so please also, also with some sort of like bruce bruce lee it's kicking reference it's just yeah. the dragon the dragon just kicking, is kicking with his little the legs is kicking like bruce lee in the air <laughs> <laughs> all right okay need to work it doesn't get any better than this We're, i'm gonna i'm gonna play the music right here now okay so on the pants patreon podcast i was uh, on this weekend patrons you guys know this i was i was talking a little bit about how wouldn't it be great to just like quit your job and just do this for a living wouldn't that be awesome and if i did that you best believe that I'd be knocking on Donnie Reese's door going like, guess who your next host is? I mean, I would ruin what they've got going on. <laughs> but man, I'm jealous that those guys get to podcast with each other each and every week. Like, that's not to say, this is, okay, so don't get weird about it. Because, and don't, don't, don't think anything more than what I'm trying. I'm trying to be like, like super complimentary because I would love to podcast with Lane and Donnie on a weekly basis. But I also love podcasting with Ryan Turford every single week. That guy, that guy drives the show. I drive the car, Ryan Turford drives the show. All I'm trying to say is that I think Elaine and I get along really, really well. And I think Donnie and I get along really, really well. And I think that we could probably all get along really, really well. And we could podcast for for hours and hours. We could do we could do like four hours of Xbox a week, I think. Maybe? I don't know, man. I would love to. I just, Elaine's I, I, got to come back, man. That was so much fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you did, you can leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever it is. I love it if you shared it. You can follow me on Twitter, of course, at Sean Capri. Uh, Sean like Connery Capri like the pants um, and if you want to get it early and get all the other stuff early uh, the Xbox Drive and normally Cup of Joe normally Cup of Joe I miss Cup of Joe quite a lot and Nintendo uh, but you get the Pants Patreon podcast and that's a that's a deep dive into my into my mess up brain man <laughs> you can ask me all the questions you want and find out what the hell is going on up there in a unexpected way just a buck, patreon.com slash Capri. I'd appreciate it if you guys went over there, support the show, support the, the whole operation, man. Uh, otherwise, I hope you guys are enjoying your lives and enjoying the, the week after, I guess, after Black Friday. And I th- want to thank Elaine for coming on board, man. And anybody who, like, who just been on the show, thank you, everybody, for just being open to this silly, silly idea. We just, like, what even is this? Like, we jump on a Skype call. We have, like, like, couldn't we do this without the podcast? Couldn't we just, like, have a conversation anyways? But there's something about the podcast that, like, I don't know, brings out the best in me, brings out the best in other people. And people seem to like it, damn it. So I'm going to keep doing it, if that's all right with you guys. It brings me joy. I hope it brings you guys joy. Hopefully it brings you something. Maybe if it if it just avoids despair. <laughs> that's, that's still an okay thing to do. Anyways, uh, I'm going to be back next week, I think, with Brock McLaughlin, maybe. Is that next week? I don't even know. Um, I'll see you guys next time. Otherwise... Uh, this is Jason. This is from Heavy Rain. This reference is from Heavy Rain. I don't remember where it started, but Jose could probably tell us where it started. Here's Jason. Where's Jason? Where the hell is he? Jason? Hello? Jason! 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 
Jason! John! 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 John, where are you? Jason! 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 John! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!